You are listening to the Overflow Podcast, a ministry of First Denton. For more information on Overflow, please visit overflowdenton.org. As you take a seat in the presence of the Most High God, I want to publicly, appreciatively applaud those who serve you in leadership, your pastor of this fine and most biblical church, Jeff Williams, his bride, Ted, in the house. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for the leadership, the angel of the church. I want to put that was weak as milk toast right there, what I just heard. So we're going to do it again, but we want to thank God likewise for Aaron and Jared lending us worship that we would enter into the gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise and be thankful unto God and bless his holy name. So let's give it up for the worship team and pastor and bride. And if that were not enough, you've got the right Reverend Zach, you've got Bishop Devin, you've got Rachel, and a care basket that's in the green room for a Denzel lookalike like me. I'm telling you. Let's give it up for the rest of your leadership. Come on, up in here. I wanted to celebrate them because I got a call, and it's most difficult when you receive a call out the blue, unprepared for it. Anyone? And the call had a blood-curdling scream on the end of it as I was readying myself. You know how you squint to try to figure out who is this? You don't recognize the number, and you're turning the radio down just to see what's going on. And here's what followed the the blood-curdling scream. Am I not enough? And I'm like, who is this? Am I not enough? Have you been there? You ever begged the question? She said, my faith is gone. He did the one thing he promised he would never do to me. He looked at porn. That was the one vow in our marriage my husband said he would not betray me on. That was the one thing that he said he would never cross the line in tampering with. Now my faith is gone. And the only thing this woman said, giving me permission to tell you tonight, that makes me feel better It's to see him suffer. Overflow, can I ask you? Come here. Where does she put her faith? That now it's dead and gone. Where had she misplaced her affection? That now she's no longer able to keep sanity. Where was her faith? Was it in the one vertical, the great I am, the first, the last, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, and the end, or was her faith put in Pookie and Bay? Look at your neighbor and ask, help me preach, ask somebody, where's your faith? Because if you spell it and all of y'all are academicians, educated, if you spell it, it's F-A-I-T-H. What's in the middle of F-A and T-H? Are you caught up, tangled, captured in faith? All of us possess a measure of faith because it took faith to sit in your pew. 
I saw no one, Pastor, take out a screwdriver and a kit for maintenance to see if it could support your blessed assurance. Everybody just sat in the pew. Faith! Everyone has a measure of faith according to the Word of God. You know how I know? Because there's a dude that works at McDonald's on the fry line, and a supermodel will walk in, and he will do one of these. It was a holler at you. No! You work at McDonald's on the fry line. You can't support. That's faith. Because you know how it is, ladies. You are meticulous in looking at image. Dudes are not the same way. Most guys will look in the mirror and sing an anthem. I'm too sexy for myself. <laughs> and they have Dunlap disease, where they barely Dunlap over their belt. But they see none of that activity. Faith! So this woman, crying now excessively, uncontrollably, you know what she did not want? She didn't want to hear my favorite Bible verse. She didn't want me to give her a Band-Aid for what she felt was surgical. She didn't want me to give her a tweetable quip or a Mike Satterfieldism. And if you don't remember my name, just think Chocolate Thunder. That's all that I want you to <laughs> capture. She could not bring herself to hear me say something that was trivial. And so with her misplaced faith, I entered into the conversation with my faith secured. And all I could think to tell her is, love lifted me. I didn't know what else to tell her. Love lifted me when nothing else would help. You know what I told her? Love lifted me. Love lifted me. His love lifted me. The right kind of faith. When nothing else would help, it wasn't in love. Lifted Mikey. That's all I could say. That's all I could give her. Because everyone in the room who has a measure of faith often finds themselves with the wrong kind of faith. Look at your neighbor. Because if all you have is the person on your left and right, you're like two ticks without a dog. <laughs> Let that marinate in crock pot. <laughs> Ain't no juice! <laughs> if you don't have substance in betwixt and in between, and maybe your eye is not in the middle of F-A and T-H, maybe your eye is in the middle of S and N. What does that spell? <laughs> Tell somebody he's talking to you. He's talking. <laughs> Here's the challenge. We live in a depraved, sinful, untrustworthy, pain-filled, and disappointing world. Therefore, faith is important. The faith that I'm talking about tonight is a call to a bold stance, a bold conviction that can march into the most powerful man's parlor, Pharaoh, and announce to him, let my people go. That's bold. When you march into someone who has authority's office and you know someone who is greater. Because greater, when the faith is right, is he in you than he that's in your world, even your pookie and your snookum. God is calling us to the right kind of faith. 
which is exercised in a love that covers a multitude of sin and casts out all fear. So when you have this equation and you get bold, you're letting the enemy and the adversary and all his imps know we're not having this no more. Tonight, someone needs to take a bold stand. Tonight, somebody needs to be convicted. Where is my faith? Where is my faith? Where have I misplaced it? He didn't call me, and now I'm mad at the world and God. She didn't give me the time of day. You said it out there at the food truck. That's my girl. <laughs> she don't even know your name. <laughs> but you claimed her. And tonight, God is saying it's time to say, let my people go. From what, preacher? From the tyranny of sin. From what, preacher? From that heinous trap of, of addictive behavior. The husband was caught up. The wife happened to stumble upon it. And now both worlds are spiraling down. We need to call on God, and we need to get excited about his power, and we need to declare, let my people go from sadness and shame and from depression of guilt. So in answer to my prayer, which was necessary for that woman, which is necessary for all of you, which is necessary for me, I ask God to give me a word from the Old Testament to maps. I got to show y'all. I got maps at the back of my Bible. <laughs> I need it all. And he showed me in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 and 2 and verse 7, because y'all not keeping me here all night. There is a word from the Lord. And what it calls us to is to understand that the New Testament text assures me of what Old Testament law abiders held on to. God gives me grace in the New Testament to push me out of that law which has been my religiosity. I get a relationship, vertical, that helps me deal horizontally. Come here, I learned something. There are seven trillion nerves in the human body, and some of y'all get on all of mine. <laughs> so I need more. I need the right kind of faith. I don't need something that will get me by the hair of my chinny chin chin. I need a word that stands the test of time. I gave you time to find Hebrews chapter 11. Listen to what it records. Now, faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen, for by it the ancestors were approved. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The elders get their affirmation not from one another, but from the one who has birthed truth and the truth will set us free. Verse 7, by faith, we learn about a man whose name is Noah. And this dude in this text who comes from an Old Testament passage is now found in New Testament grace. And it says, Noah, after being warned about what was not yet seen, in reverence built an ark to deliver his family. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of righteousness that comes by Faith that comes by faith that comes not by works, but by faith. Once you have this faith, you're able to work. But it's not the reverse. The call on us in Scripture is to understand an importance of faith that's bold in stance, bold in conviction, that secures our salvation and calls us to even see our household saved. Isn't that good? It's not a selfless faith that concerns me, myself, and 
I alone. It's a call to get what I need and announce it to the world so all may see that I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is not in me. It's on theos, in God, through Christ Jesus. Not that I've already attained everything I need, but one thing I can do, I can forget what happened 25 minutes ago when someone got on my nerves and take hold. Yes, Lord? <laughs> this is serious. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> and take hold of that for which he's arresting me. You just heard the clap. He's trying to get your undivided ADD attention. <laughs> Four things lift from the pages of my text for tonight. Four things you need to have as a part of your DNA concerning what Noah teaches us. Can I give them to you? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you, then I'm going to tell you, then I'm going to tell you what I told you, because that's good hermeneutic and homiletic preaching. Here we go. Four things. Write them down for the C personality. Number one, faith is manifest. It's here in the text. Number B, faith is mandatory. Number next, faith is major. And drum roll, please. Number four, faith matters. I'll give them to you again. Some of y'all, I didn't get for three. Here they go. Faith is manifest, faith is mandatory, faith is major, because faith matters. That's pregnant thought. It's here in the scripture, so let's break it apart. Faith is manifest. Here's what it means. It's seen, it's obvious, it's clear, it's plain. Faith is apparent, faith is evident, faith is definite, faith is blatant, faith is explicit, faith is unmistakable, it's noticeable, faith is undisguised, it's visible, it is recognizable, shout manifest. I'm in verse 1. Now, faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen with the natural eye. I manifest, I learn it's the substance, it's the reality of hope and evidence, a conviction of that which is too big to behold in and of your own strength. It's too huge for me to take in with these eye sockets and these eyeballs. It's too much. My children taught me this when they were little. I wanted to take them from their mom's embrace to give her a Calgon moment. That's what the old say. Y'all like, Calgon, it's a bubble bath. I wanted my bride to have a relaxing weekend. So I took my two, many men, high maintenance, to SeaWorld. <laughs> we went to SeaWorld, San Antonio. We were in Houston, Texas. That's a three, I said a three-hour drive. And on the way, as goes children, when they were wee little, he's looking at me, she keeps touching me. And I was like, oh, ho, ho, this is going to be a long three hours. <laughs> but I got wise. And I helped them out. I said, y'all, we're going to SeaWorld to see your favorite sea creature, Shamu. And they're like, Shamu? I'm like, yeah, y'all ready? <laughs> yeah, Shamu. <laughs> Sham. They were now in the back seat. <laughs> I mean, they were getting excited and no longer touching each other and getting on each other's nerves and mine. And we got to SeaWorld with Shamu. <laughs> Shamu. I mean, it was a thousand dollars it took to get through the gate. <laughs> Seventy-five more dollars for a Slurpee. <laughs> but we were still Shamu. <laughs> Until Shamu jumped out the water. One child jumped over this shoulder, the other jumped over that one. And like the woman who called me, blood curdling, everybody in the stadium turned around. Who's bad kid? I turned around too. Who's kid? 
but I had to follow him out and retrieve him because I couldn't go home without him. And I bent the knee, red letter, King James edition, children of mine. Why dost thou cry it? Me thinkest that thou hast missed the point of why we have come. Carest thou not that I perish? I mean, I'm all in the zone. Why are you not excited about your favorite secret? My two kids said, hey. I'm like, yes, we love Shamu, but on TV. <laughs> Too big to capture with the eye. Too much for them to take in up close and personal. We giggle, but that's how we treat God. We like him on TV, but we don't want him to tell us what to dress in and how fast to drive. We don't want them telling us our Kool-Aid flavor and how much to drink of it. We like God, but at a distance. Nobody at Overflow, but other collegiate events I go to, stiff arm and spend their days spinning their wheels, not letting faith be safe. Preacher is personal. Nobody should know about my private faith. What? Should Jesus have kept it personal and never come from glory to be seen of men lifted on an old rugged cross declaring, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Manifest and show such your faith be. My wife declares faith to be manifest. She requires I wear a wedding ring. I'm a grown man. She ain't here. I don't have to wear this ring, but I like my teeth. Because y'all will tell on me. Girl, she, he didn't even have his ring. It's to be seen, the relationship we have, because it is more than the world can offer, a joy that the world can't give and the world can't take away. Say manifest. I took too much time on that first point, so let me hustle. Number two, it's mandatory. Faith. Why? Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9 says it's required. The Word of God tells me the cause that faith brings. Faith saves. Shout mandatory. mandatory. The Scripture says we have been saved by grace through eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Why not? I wish... If the scripture says you can eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich and be saved, I'm in. I like me some peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But you know why it doesn't say that? Because some of y'all are allergic to peanut. You'll never make it. Oh, that's a work, putting the peanut butter and jelly sandwich together. I'm in, God. I've made it. I'm going to eat it. I'm in. No. Those allergic canceled out. Okay, I got something better. We are saved by grace through eating chocolate. It says some of y'all are. <laughs> but you know why it doesn't say that? Because some of you are allergic to chocolate. <laughs> Repent. Because <laughs> then, <laughs> no, the scripture says you've been saved by grace through faith, not by works, lest any man should boast. Because it's a gift. You can't work to earn the gift, it's given freely. But once you get it, you get a case of the can't help it. You got to tell everybody. You got to let it be known. 
I've been redeemed. I've been bought with a price. I'm no longer my own. I remember what I did last summer, and I should have been crispy fried, but God has preserved my life in 2017 that I might today choose to rejoice and be glad in a day that wasn't even promised. It's mandatory. It protects you in God from floods and judgment. Anyone need him? Tonight, you'll get a chance to respond at the close of service. My left, your right. If you know your faith hadn't been seen, people will be shocked you're here tonight. Tonight is a good night to say, I'm letting the world know. I can't be kind of pregnant. You either is or you ain't. You can't be kind of saved. You either are or you are not. I want the world to know. I'm fully possessed by the living Lord. And he's worthy of the highest praise. If I deny him before men, guess what, church? He'll deny me in the kingdom. Ain't nobody got time for that. So if you don't have that relationship, you'll be invited to come and get that settled tonight before it's everlasting too late. And then you'll be invited, those who already have a relationship, to make this a mandatory connection. I know that my Redeemer liveth, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against the day of judgment. From what? Floods and attack. What is the flood? I don't know anybody that likes to drown. And so Noah was called on when the rains were to come upon the land to build an ark to protect he and his people from drowning. Who in their right mind was saying, oh, take the lifeboat back. I don't need a preserve. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm, what? That's when you beat the water. You know, hey, hey, hey. Rescue me. Drown in here. And whatever your circumstance, whatever your situation, you feel like you're drowning, God says, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and I'm lowly in heart, and you won't just get rest for your physical body that causes you to feel this drowning sensation, but the Lord is so good, he will give you rest for your soul. You know you need that tonight. You got an exam tomorrow you didn't study for. He'll rest you, mind, body, and soul. You know you need it tonight because you got family that's cray-cray. And when they come on your caller ID, you're like, oh, not tonight, Grandma, really? That's what's wrong with me right there. And so God is calling us to a faith that is mandatory. It protects us from floods, drowning when God gives you access to himself as the eternal ark that takes you from darkness to light, from waywardness to worship, from weariness to the wonder of who he is. Then he protects you from judgment, attack against the sins that have so easily beset you. Who in their right mind likes to be judged? I know not a single solitary soul. Look at her. Her flip-flops don't even match her dress. Those are fighting words. Anybody ever? <laughs> Take those flip-flops off. <laughs> you hadn't been saved all your life? And then all that old man start to rise up when someone comes at you with an attack. God says, well, stay your hand. Let me fight your battle. Because the battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. Shout mandatory. 
I got to hurry, but my soul is happy. The scripture shows me Noah heeded God's warnings. That's coming a rain. But what was so ridiculous about the text is this. They'd never heard of rain. He'd never built an ark. Neither have you entered into the circumstances that have caused you woe. You hadn't seen this season of life where you're struggling and the struggle is real. It's just like Noah. He hadn't entered into this world and this realm and everybody around him were judging. Look at you. That's foolish. He's building some kind of thing and talking about something called rain. We don't know anything about that <laughs> until it rained. Everybody who critiqued and ridiculed was knocking on the boat. Hey, hey, your boy, holla. Like, Depart. You never invested in being in this ark of safety. Why be judged? Why drown when God has access to deliverance? A Messiah who doesn't just know the way. He hadn't just heard about a way. God sent his very best in the form of a servant, in the likeness of man, who humbled himself to death on a cross that you couldn't pay for by works yourself. He died the death we should have died, and by his stripes, Jesus, we are healed. He is deliverer from all hurt, harm, and danger. It's mandatory. But the word also challenges me because this faith, manifest and mandatory, is also major. Shout major. major. It's superior. It's the gospel. Living, he loved me, pastor. Dying, he saved me. Buried, carried my sin far away. Rising, he justified. Fat theological word, justification. It means just as if you never blew it. He looked beyond your fault sees you at the point of your need, just as if you've never been guilty of the offense that you've committed. That's not just good news. That's Tony the Tiger. Great news. <laughs> Rising, justified. He freed me forever. And one day he's coming back. Shout glorious day. Glorious. That's major. Because when God sent his son to die for me, his blood was shared to wash me white as snow. And that's a major miracle because I'm a black man. To be washed white <laughs> as snow. Miracle! But it's not an outer appearance. It's an inward transformation where he cleanses you from all the junk of depravity, all the shame of past indiscretion, all the debauchery that has defined you. And some of you are coming off of a weekend where you know you're guilty as charged. You dropped it like it's hot and shook what your mama gave you, and then came in here, have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. When you know your way is not his way, and the best you offer is filthy rags, but he's done the work. He stood in the gap. Major! And when I see this, I understand faith is major because faith is superior to sight. Now, here's a tweetable. Write this down. Sight sees what the future holds in fear. Faith knows who holds the future and fears not. Say it again. Yes. Push, pause, rewind. Yes. Sight sees what the future holds and fears. Faith 
sees who holds the future and fears not. Because he's not given us a spirit of fear. When God is on your side, who can be against you? He's given you power, love, and a sound mind instead. That's major. So tonight, if you're dealing in something minor and God says, stop sweating the small stuff, bring the problem to me, this is what it's going to look like. Come on, Sister Lishon. Come on up here right quick. This is my issues, and I have a plethora of them. This is God, and I'm tired of being sick and tired of carrying this junk. Take my stuff, God. I'm sick and tired of it. I don't want it no more. I'm really giving this over at this altar of sacrifice. (laughs) I don't want to be involved with them anymore, and he's let me down, and she ain't buttering my biscuit like I thought she would. What's wrong with the picture? What about you? Stop tug of warring with God tonight when he has a major transformation and destiny for you that you can't get to if you're settling for less than his best. Give her a hand clap. Thank you. Bless you. Can I ask you a question? Aren't you glad she's not God? She gave me my sin back. <laughs> Thanks. God never will do that. This is how major it is. He says he separates your sin as far as the east is from the west. Never to come back and haunt you. He's not a classmate from high school at the reunion who said, remember when you? (laughs) No. He throws your sin in the sea of forgetfulness. By faith you can stand, having done all to stand, and stand therefore like a weevil that wobbles, but it won't stay down. You'll still be sucker punched, but then you come right back up. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens me. And the enemy hits you again, you come back up. I trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. In all my ways acknowledge him and he will direct my... And then you come right back up. I'm the first and not the last. I am the apple of God's eye. I'm his beloved and the redeemed of the Lord will say so. Faith! That is major. Because it is mandatory. And it's seen by all. I want the world to know he's real and a rewarder of those who diligently seek his face. Last thing, faith matters. That means it's real. If it's superior to sight, it's real in my heart. It makes a transition 18 inches from head to heart and then busts the move through shoe leather and I walk it out. Simply put, there is honor associated with faith. Verse 7, by faith Noah, being warned about what was not yet seen in reverence to God, not men, your coming forward is not for me. Your coming to an altar is not so that I get extra credit having been the invited guest and evangelist for the week. No, your coming forward to an altar is for you to get to Jesus so you'll be altered. And at an altar of sacrifice, you lay down your heavy burden and cast your sin at his feet. And he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He begins the equation of faith. A baby in the natural doesn't just come out the womb by itself. Somebody has to push. And tonight is that kind of pregnant moment where... As a push. 
And God is trying to get you out of your rut and press you into his perfect will and not just his permissive will. He's allowed you to entertain some things and be a part of some things, but here's how faith matters. Here, the heroes of the faith, like Noah, were commended for it because faith does things. It treats things hoped for as reality. It moves things like mountains and uproots trees. It comes to us and understands things like worlds without end and causes things to happen like obedience, which is better than sacrifice. Faith matters. No one gets on the top of First Baptist Denton and jumps in order to start believing. You climb up here on the stage, that was just, Geronimo, wait a minute. You know, I should have thought this through. That's ludicrous. That's why they call it a leap of Because you think before you jump, and in this word I'm challenged because only a fool would jump blindly and then say, I hope there's a net. Hope somebody's strong enough to catch me. It's out of order. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Tonight, if you're living in some minimal circumstances, and tonight you feel unworthy as if you're kicked to the curb and you don't count, God says, you matter. And the faith I give you in me matters and you will please me, listen, by the faith that Noah had, it delivered his entire family. And it just may be that somebody at the house is waiting on you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind by faith. But where did you put it? Because if it's in the wrong location, the door will slam. Faith is gone. But if it's caught up in the presence of the great I am, then you can cross over from difficulty to true freedom. You can move from complicated works-based religious systems to a simple love and relationship that lifts when nothing else would help. You can be those like the woman who finally caught it and said, I need that love will take me from glory to glory to glory and out of this place I've settled for which is bitterness and revenge you can come tonight and lay down whatever's blocked your faith and maybe you're sitting next to the problem don't look at them blink at me <laughs> if on your row there are some things that keep you from being where you need to be Please, don't look, don't look around, don't point. If you know some people that block fate, just blink at me real I see some blinking. Because in your age range, there's a lot of peer mentality. Let me finish, I'm done. What time is it? Am I past time? Here's the thing. My son is 19 years of age. He's a freshman at Abilene Christian University. And my son, whose name is Justice, he says, Dad, it's hard being your son. That's what I said. <laughs> but I'm chocolate thunder. You know, whatever. It's 
hard being your son because people think I'm going to preach. And I don't see myself preaching. He said, it's hard being your son because people think I'll try and sing. Not a singer. He says, sometimes I like to cuss. My 19-year-old. None of y'all do that. But my, my, my boy said, I don't just like girls. I love the girls. I want to touch them. We have real conversations at my house. I don't know what y'all, what y'all doing. What he was really saying is, I don't measure up. And I helped him by faith. I said, I brought you into this. No, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I didn't do that. I did say this. Your life is not measured against mine. You have a God that will transform you and cause all things to work together for good because you love him and you're called according to his purpose. He will direct your path on a straight and narrow path of righteousness. And when you trust in God, he lifts up a standard and turns your life around and places your feet on the solid rock of salvation. Stand to acknowledge, son, you're placing your faith in him and he'll open the door to victory in the name above all other names. Tonight, would you take the risk and get public? Because it's manifest. Tonight, will you cross over a line in the sand? Because it's mandatory to get out of the row where you've been stuck around the people who are flooded and judging and who will never commit. And misery loves. You ever notice? A lot of Eeyores from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Just do it. God is saying, come here. Because I have something major. And all of that that you've been associating with. My boy was telling me my peers give me an identity when it's only God who can truly define who you are. Behold, you are fearfully, wonderfully made. And then life will matter when it's put in the right position. As Aaron and Jared come want you to get serious and take an inventory. Where is my faith? Because I got a list of some sins of where it may be part. Past failure. This is from collegiate students. Lust for power. Some of y'all have been in interviews for position here in overflow. And if it doesn't go down according to your script and agenda, you'll walk away from church. And as a power-hungry press, when that's your personality. Maybe you've struggled with lack of confidence because your faith has been in the wrong locale. Or you've got a fear of judgment and an inability to be honest and to be vulnerable. My son got real raw and vulnerable. And I didn't condemn him because there is therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. 
once you see Noah's passage to obey God and then ask questions. It says, he became an heir of righteousness that comes only by faith. But preacher, I got a sour attitude. Preacher, my anxiety, you know, I'm on Ritalin and they gave me another pill. I got this illness and it's been diagnosed. I'm struggling with envy and I'm bitter. I was dropped as a child. I don't know what your deal is. I'm selfish. I got an eating disorder. I'm real fake and phony. My son also added that he'd been introduced to wacky tobacco. Weed. And that was a good conversation to say, all right, son. You ought to have an addiction to the King of kings and Lord of lords who will take away all the stuff you've been creating as worry for your life. Once the high is gone, you got the munchies and you're back to the same issues. Maybe yours is discrimination, deceit and dysfunction, I don't know. But God says, you get to stand and bring it to me. Cast your care. This is going to be manifest. Because it's mandatory. It's major. And he matters. Anybody tonight know that you don't have the relationship you need with him? And you want it. I see you. Who else is here saying tonight? This is the night. I want to get it right. I, I, I see you. Just honesty all over the building. You who are raising your hands, just come on up here real quick. We're going to get some folk praying over you and with you. Tonight, you're making a bold stance. Let my people go. I ain't taking it anymore. I'm getting out of this funk. I'm getting out of this misery. I'm shifting to a heart of worship. And then there's somebody else in the room, you're saying, Bruh, I got a relationship, but I don't really act like it. I hadn't put a ring on it. And God is saying, all of me loves all of you. All your curves and all your edges. All your perfect imperfections. Give your all to me, I'll give my all. I'm your end and your beginning. Even when you see, sense you're losing, I read the end of the book, round about the maps, we're winning. And you're saying, I hadn't given my all to you. But you want to tonight. Put a ring on it. Whoever that is, stand up, and you want to give him a complete connection. and make your way, because that's mandatory. And I don't know what it all looks like. Maybe it is a leadership position. Maybe it is you saying, I'm going to cut from hanging with some folk that keep me negative and irritable. As you stand, you're coming to the altar to say, I'm praying tonight, God, 
have your way. Make my life count. I'm not going to tug of war anymore. I'm letting it go. So I can walk out of here with the glory of the Lord being my strength. Stand to your feet. Come forward. There'll be some folk that'll meet you here for prayer. As you crew get to have an opportunity to move from death to life. And God gives you a fresh start. Because the word says, if any man be in Christ, a brand new creature. The old, gone. All things become brand new. That is major. Wash clean through the word. So I need some leaders that will come and they're going to grab a hold of you and just hear you share what you really walk forward for. And there'll be leaders that will pray with you. You still have a chance to come forward and say, hey, I just want prayer. I don't even know what all to ask for because my list is long and my faith has been misplaced. Let's worship. Thank you for listening to the Overflow Podcast. Please feel free to download and share with friends. We ask that you do not alter any of the previous content in any way. For more information about Overflow, feel free to visit us online at overflowdenton.org.